So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. All right, I got a five-star review here, and, and she wanted to specifically let me know that this was about, about the state of the market, which is cool, because I think this is the first one we've gotten about specifically the state of the market. And I'm always curious, right, because it's fairly new. You know, we've done less than 20 episodes of it. So, all right, this is Philadelphia Realtor, five stars, state of the markets, what they called it. Thank you for everything, Pat. I use this content weekly to help my agents grow. It helps me help them stay fresh and in the know. Please keep it coming. The state of the market is great when it comes to recruiting because it helps brokers stay informed in more than just the sales side, but actually the industry changes as well. Hey, Philadelphia Realtor, thank you. This this has been a really good review. I appreciate it. I've been wondering, you know, are people liking the state of the market? Thank you. I see the downloads, you know, so I assume they're liking it because people are listening to it, but it's our first review. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. Welcome, Rockstar Nation. Thanks for tuning into the State of the Market Podcast with your host, Pat Hyben and Kevin Kaufman. All right, Rock a Star a Nation. We are here for the State of the Market today. And I got my co-host, Kevin Kaufman, on the line from Scorching Hot. Phoenix, Arizona. Kevin, what's up, bro? What's up, Pat Ivan? How you doing today, buddy? Things are going well in Phoenix, I can tell you that. Yeah, I'll tell you what, here I get in South Carolina and I got two days in South Carolina and then I'm going to my second house in Maryland for the summer, but it is like a hundred here, man. It is a hundred oh. and it's like that we are getting out of town. What about you? How are you dealing with the heat? Dude, I'm not. It's 80 degrees here. Oh, it really? Is, we have had the coldest, coldest may on record for like the last 20 years or 25 years i I forgot what the stat was i read but here's the crazy part it has literally been on average 20 to 22 degrees colder than the average day in may this whole month like it has been insane we have we are in this middle of this run we're probably more like towards the end of it of this run of just amazing 70 and 80 degree weather for the last two two plus weeks it's been so wonderful because we're used to you know, hundred plus by now. Well, I'm looking forward to it cooling down a little bit back in Maryland. So, uh, so, anyways, buddy, let's uh, let's get to some news in real estate and real estate sales and mortgages and everything else. The the business that we live in. What uh, what do you want to talk about today? What's number one on the agenda? 
Well, you know, I think you and I, we both, this caught both of our eyes. Brad Inman had released the, his kind of, I guess, opinion piece last week on what he called the fall from grace of Realogy uh, with their stock just absolutely plummeting, hitting all-time lows. And they, you know, they are taking a beating right now, both on the stock market as well as just kind of in the real estate streets, if you will. And uh, it, so there, there's no doubt that has caused some turmoil there for, I like to call them the Ryans, Ryan Schneider, the CEO of Realogy, and uh, Ryan Gorman, the CEO of NRT, two of the smartest people I've ever met personally. Uh, but man, they are, they are backed up against the wall. And just so people listening are clear, so what NRT is, it's the, like the brokerage arm of Realogy, right? That's where they put all their real estate agent sales companies to dumb it down, right? The ones that they own, yes. So as an the example, ones they own, yeah. yeah, so, you know, Century 21, that's a franchise company. It's a Realogy company, but those are independently owned and operated as opposed to, say, most of the Caldwell Banker residential, not all, but most of those are actually owned by NRT, which is the conglomerate that Realogy owns. So they're essentially the company-owned brands or brokerages, if you will. So part of what people are saying online right, about this is the reason, the reason that Realogy stock, and Grant, guys, you, if, if, if you have Realogy stock at one point at the all-time high, it was 52 bucks a share, right? Okay, cool. Well, guess what? Today, it's seven bucks. Right, so that sucker went from fifty-two to seven just this year, right? Just this year, it's gone from twenty-seven to seven, and a lot of that happened in like, like in in the last ninety days, it's dropped like another freaking what big amount? Yeah, I mean it's huge. Probably another ten bucks or so. I mean it is it has just been absolutely taking a hit. I, I, and I remember. It wasn't a couple of weeks ago that Ryan Schneider, the CEO, came out, or I wouldn't say he, I wouldn't say that he came out and said it, but it was reported on him that because he wouldn't purchase a million dollars worth of stock. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, that's what happened. And it has dropped half right yeah. in ninety days. And so what he did is he, before that actually, he went and said, "Look, I stand behind my company. I'm going to buy shares in my own company, you know, to show confidence." And then after that, it it, it freaking plummeted. Which is interesting, you know, because that people think that a lot of times when the CEOs or, or, or big stock shareholders, you know, buy back their own company, like it's a big sign. As a matter of fact, the opposite holds true. Usually that's kind of why Zillow and Uber kind of stumbled coming out of the starting gate at the horse race when they both came out because none of their inside people decided to buy any more before it went public. They were like, they had like these options to buy a shit ton more. And they're like, nah, we're good. We got enough. And then the, the, the market saw that as like, oh, what do they know that we don't know? They don't want to buy anymore. So that's a signal that not buying is essentially wanting to sell, but they can't. And, and, and so he was trying to do the opposite. You know, you never know which way it's going to go. He's like, I'm going to buy a million bucks personally. And then it dropped in half again. So, so anyways, a lot of people are saying that th this is the reason why. And I want to talk to you about this. Owning a franchise real estate brokerage, right, is a lot more guaranteed profit than owning a corporate brokerage or a single brokerage. And NRT is essentially made up of 
a lot of these corporate either, you know, ones that don't pay a franchise fee, right? They're just corporate stores. And it's just a hell of a lot harder to make a profit in those as opposed to a Remax, a Keller Williams, Better Homes and Gardens, whatever, where, you know, the agents are guaranteed to pay you six to 8% on every transaction. And as a company, your overhead is employees, you know, all in one spot in New Jersey or in Austin, Texas, or in Denver, Colorado, whatever. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's like, you know, that's like, well, it's just guaranteed cash coming in for expenses that you can control. And in the brokerages, it's, it's a hell of a game trying to make money in, in the, am I making sense? So they're saying that's why, that's the yeah. reason. Why. What do you think? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Well, here's the real, to me, this is the interesting part, Pat. You look at Realogy, they have about $6 billion, that's a billion with a B, in annual revenue. So, you know, Brad actually pointed out compared to like $1 billion or $1.3 billion compared to Zillow, which still loses money. Realogy earned $600 million last year uh, because it does have high, high margins from its franchise business. Uh, but I think the big problem is, not I think... The big problem is they've got over $3 billion. It's like $3.6 billion in debt. And I think that scares a lot of people right now. And so when you, even though you've got $6 billion in revenue, you know, they made a profit last year of $600 million. That's nothing to bat an eye at. I mean, that's a big dollar amount, $600 million profit cash flow that though what has people concerned is $3.6 billion in debt. I mean, if you look at it today, their market cap is like $750, $800 million. That's a fraction of the debt that they have. And I think that's scaring away a lot of people. Now, obviously, Ryan Schneider is working hard to make sure this, that they kind of turn the corner. I think it's, they're unfortunately at a place where they're hitting this perfect storm of the markets are changing, brokerages are being disrupted, uh, technology is coming in at a faster pace than ever. Commissions yeah. are going down. Yeah, you name all, it. All, all that is creating less profit yeah. for the broke the margins. Let's just say margins are shrinking, right? That's yeah. That, that's yeah. that's a guarantee. But if you have a franchise, you know, your margin is six percent, you're you're getting that six percent or eight percent or whatever. And so far, none yeah. none of the brokerages like like you know, Remax hasn't come out and said, Hey, you know, we're taking our broker we're we're franchised from five percent to four. Keller Williams has not come out and said we're taking our six percent to you know, two or, you, you know what I mean? They're, they're not bending, yep. which is problem, which is part of NRT's problem, right? Like it's, it's hard to stand still when you're a little guy because, you know, people just break camp and leave and you're like, Oh no, 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 no. I'll give you a, I'll give you a better split. Yeah. You know, and, the, and then your margins suck. Yeah. It's tough. So while they're making money today, I think though, with all these changes coming in into the industry, and the fact that they've got this $3.6 billion in debt, it's got some investors scared. It's got Wall Street scared. And uh, it's, man, they have got an uphill battle. No another, doubt another thing they're doing, which I, I don't know, you never know the message it sends to Wall Street. But it's interesting because, you know, you know this happened, you know, Keller Williams did this certainly recently, but in a much different way, right? Yet it's still similar to what NRT is doing. NRT is cleaning their licenses across the board. I mean, they're basically going in and saying, look, if you're not, if you're not bringing in company dollar, right? If you're not making the company money, you're out of here. We're not going to train you. We're not going to give you coffee. We're not going to pay for your business cards. 
you know, we're just out of here. I, you know, it's funny because I, I remember the first brokerage I ever went to work at the guys, the, the, the manager at one point was only 40 agents. And he said, okay, who, whoever is the worst producer in the next 90 days, I'm going to cancel their license. And at the time, I didn't think it was a big deal. It did motivate me, but, but it's kind of reminiscent of that, right? Like, like the yeah. cleaning house. They're like, look, you know, if you're not, we're, we're, we're tightening it up. We don't care. All right. We don't care about our agent numbers, about our agent count. And if you're not making us money, you know, go, go waste someone else's time. Exactly. Go, go learn somewhere else. And, you know, no doubt about it, uphill battle. I think that, uh, that they've got a good team there. I've spent some time with those folks. I think they're really smart. Uh, and I'm also not envious of their position. What a tough job to have. And uh, we'll see what happens for them. I also think it, that, you know, Wall Street is screwy and that it's, it's, it's run by, you know, there's all kinds of people investing in the stock market, right? Everyone from a freshman in college to, you know, a nine-year-old guy with a huge retirement account and, and where they're putting their money is, is not exciting. I guess they're not as excited about real estate companies. And I don't know if it's because they see the, the writings on the wall but it goes back to what you were saying, but with that, you know, with the Zillow and all that, they see that as a tech play and they're much more excited about it. Yeah. And they give it this unreasonable valuation and plug all this money into it when, when they could do rheology uh, or, you know, and they're just like, no, I don't want to do that. I'd you rather know, make something more exciting. Something I'd like to point out because I've seen this come up in some forums. I've seen some agents who, who just, you know, first of all, I don't, I do not profess to be an expert on the on the stock market. Uh, you know, I don't even know that I know what I'm talking about. I know a little. I, <laughs> I study it, but I've I've seen. You some, know enough to get on a shock talk talk show like this, and well, <laughs> I've also got my money on the line too with in the stock market. So I, I definitely invest, in, and so. But one of the things that people say, and I can say this too, also as an EXP agent, because I hear this, is what about the stock price, the, those agents should be worried. And, and what we gotta, what, what everyone needs to understand is no matter what the Realogy stock price is, whether it is $2 or $200 or back to the $60 it was or the $7 it is today, that does not affect brokerage operations. As a realtor, our jobs are to go out and represent the buyers and sellers in the marketplace, not to worry about Wall Street. Yes, the greater parent company owns the brokerage, but you've got to understand a real estate brokerage is a state level company and a state level entity recognized by the state, not recognized by Wall Street. And so this does not impact all of those agents' jobs. Those agents are going out and working hard every day under the NRT and Realty brands, and this doesn't impact them. They can still go out and help people buy and sell real estate every single day, no matter what the stock price is. And I think as realtors, we need to understand that. Like that cannot be a sword we, we use against other realtors who work for publicly traded companies and say, hey, aren't you worried it's at seven bucks or six bucks or eight bucks, whatever it is. The, the fact of the matter is, no, they're not. And nor should they. Yeah. Be. I mean, do, yeah, do agents really care? Like you said, at the end, I mean, even like Remax, right? If you look at Remax, it, it's 52 week high was 56 bucks. And today it's at 32. Dude, that's, that's you know. That's what I would call plummeting. 
And, and, you know, what is the reason, right? What is the reason other than just, you know, the, I just don't think that investors are real excited about real estate companies. Like, They're not. Unless it's a Zillow or, you know, on the other hand, you look at like a Redfin, right? If you look at Redfin's stock, you know, that's, that's kind of held decent, you know? It's, uh, let's see, Redfin, it's dropped recently. But at like 18 now, 52-week high, 26, so it's still down, but it's not like plummeted. No, not at all. I think the people just like to invest in stock tech stuff. You know, there's a guy I listen to. He's become a mentor, although I don't really know him. But he is literally an expert. He advises hedge, hedge funds. He I co-founded the Princeton Review. He's kind of smart. He says that, you know, when you buy a stock, that is nothing more than the expression of what you believe will happen in the future. So when a stock price goes up, it's because investors see a bright future for that company. When the prices go down and they start selling off, it's because they see a glum future. That is nothing more than a bet, though. And that, we got to understand that separation of what uh, an investment is or a stock price is and the actual performance of the company on a profit and loss statement. True, true. All right. Well, let's move on. I, I still want to, it's uh, the next one we're going to talk about still has to do with brokerages and, and, and such and agents and such, but, but it's a lot different. And yeah. I want to talk to you about like this home smart guy buying, uh, you know, Realty One. I, I don't understand. Maybe you could, maybe you can help me with this, Kev. Maybe, you know, like, yeah. it'd, be like a, it'd be like if I had 10 Remax offices and then I went out and bought 10 Keller Williams offices threw my license up at EXP and started recruiting agents there and then also, you know, bought some Caldwell bankers. I, I didn't know you could do this. I guess, I guess if a reality like right can buy better homes and gardens and Caldwell banker and you know, whatever, then maybe a person can as well. You know, talk to me about this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I've been a franchise, I've owned a franchise company before and I know that while I was, while I was an owner of that franchise, I could not, have any sort of interest in any other company, any other real estate company. So this is definitely atypical, right? So what First of all, tell, tell us the news. Yeah. So what happened is we've got a franchisee uh, by the name of Randy Rector who owns a bunch of, I'm not going to say a bunch of, he definitely owns a HomeSmart franchise, HomeSmart Evergreen Realty, which is uh, in California, Orange County area. So what he's done is he's now gone out and purchased seven Realty One Group offices in Orange County as well, as well as the Inland Empire, so not too far away from Orange County. And so now this one particular gentleman, Randy Rector, he owns, he's got his HomeSmart franchise, and now he owns seven offices for Realty One Group, which is a separate franchise. And I find that definitely peculiar. Um, Matt Widows, who's the CEO of HomeSmart, which started here in Phoenix, told Inman, Inman News that the arrangement that Rector is embarking on is definitely unusual and quote, outside of the box. Yeah, I got to be honest, I'm surprised that Matt Widows and HomeSmart, and quite frankly, Realty One for that matter, don't have some sort of clause in their franchise agreements that would prevent somebody from doing this. But this guy is now going to go out and operate two separate brands. I don't get it. He, he clearly had to get permission from both sides before doing this, I would imagine. Well, I don't know, would he? If it's not, if it's not against your franchise agreement, do you need permission? 
Well, who wouldn't have a franchise agreement that says you can't aid the enemy? That's, that's my question. That's, so I don't know. Hopefully there is a HomeSmart franchisee listening to this that could maybe share some information with us that whether or not this is permitted or not permitted or even addressed in their franchise agreement. I got to believe that it's not. I mean, I, you could not go own a, I know for sure you cannot own a Keller Williams Realty and then go buy, say, a Realty One Group franchise as well. It's just not permitted. It's literally against the franchise agreement. So I wonder how this is being allowed to, to go down. Yeah, I, other than they just allowed it. I mean, they just they figured that on some level it's going to help both of them. And the, and, the, and the way the article was written was that on some level it will help both of them because Randy is running both of them and he's, he's a dynamo and, and he's going to lead them into the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if Randy's such a dynamo, though, why isn't like HomeSmart just trying to give him more franchises as an example? I mean, if he's, so, if he's such a great operator as, the, as, a, as a franchisee, why isn't HomeSmart issuing him more franchises as opposed to him needing to go to Realty One Group. I mean, here's what I'm concerned about. This sends a mixed message to his agent base. So he's got these agents, however many he has inside of his franchise, his home smart franchise. And now they're going, hold, hold on a second. Now you own this Realty One Group over here. Why, like, why am I here? Like, what if, you know, one's cheaper than the other? The other thing is home smart's cheap. It's very inexpensive. And so Realty One Group, well, while they're not that expensive, they are more expensive than... Then so home, home smarts a 500 buck per transaction or something like that. That, right? ty- that type of deal. Right. It's a hundred percent company. On, on yeah. And so I don't, you see, was this play, maybe this is a coup in his mind. He's, he's going to go be able to get all the realty one group agents to move over eventually. Although he says like th- this fact sheet about this transaction says they will not merge now or in the future. So I, this is definitely peculiar. Who knows what's going on? I'm sure we don't have anywhere near the full story, but it's definitely interesting, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's interesting. I guess we just don't understand it. So let's talk a little technology, man. There was some, there was some interesting stuff going on recently, and I, and I love seeing this stuff because there's nothing wrong. I think, I think it's great that, that everybody nowadays is striving to make things faster. I don't care what industry you're in. It's all about speed. It's about the need for speed. And our need for speed is getting greater and greater and greater. Anyways, this company Figure Tech, right? They, they use the software they created or, or the, whatever you want to call it is Providence. It's like Providence, but Providence.io. And, and basically what they do is they're doing loans, right? Mortgages, faster than what else is out there via the blockchain, right? Via the blockchain. And so the tagline and, and the thing for people to remember on a high level is a five-minute approval, like loan approval, done deal, contingent on appraisal, I'm sure. Although maybe, I don't know, maybe they could, they could probably zip, zap, zip, look up this estimate, who knows? I don't know. That's a good question. Five-minute approval, five-day funding. Money in your pocket in five days. And so right now, what they're doing is, and oh, by the way, they just got a million dollar backing, right? They already have funding for 120 million. Now they got an additional million dollars. Billion. Billion. Mr. B. Billion, yeah. Billion. And uh, so what they do is, number one, 
right? Currently, and this is just, you know, mortgages, regular mortgages are coming, right? You got a billion dollars, you, you know, you're going to work. So right now in the beginning stages, they got three things. They got HELOCs, home equity lines of credit. Okay, right? You get a loan, lose it like a credit card, whatever. They got, uh, and also with the HELOC, you could get the cash out refis. Okay. And, and the uh, home improvement loans, that sort of thing. And the other big thing that they got is this retirement sale leaseback. You know anything about that? Retirement sale leaseback? Yeah, where they, where they buy it, right? They buy your house and then they lease it back to you. For the remainder of your, your life. natural yeah. life. For, yeah, yeah. If you, if you want, if you want to, if you want to stay in your house, because I think a lot of old people want that, right? They're like, they're like, shit, we can't afford this house anymore, right? Or we don't have any cash. Like, like a lot of people, their net worth is tied up in their primary residence. Yep. And they can't access it easily, right? They don't have the social security and their pension does not pay enough money for them to maintain a lifestyle that, that makes them happy or that's, you know, that they could live on, right? It's a big, I mean, it's a, it's a big problem. But if they could take the equity out of their house and not have to move, it serves the same purpose. Why, why do they care, right? I mean, they, you know. yeah, it's like a reimagined reverse mortgage, if you will. So, you know, this is interesting. What I've seen time and time again now over the last few months is, There are new players, just like in the real estate brokerage and the real estate agent world, that are coming in and trying to do things differently, and it's happening in lending too. Whether it's this company, or I think of another company called Divvy, D-I-V-V-Y, which recently raised somewhere around $200 million in their fourth uh, funding round. That is like where they're looking to give loans, or they're looking to make access to capital to homeowners easier faster, better, you know, more of a consumer-friendly experience. Or this other company, Zero Down, that also came out recently. That This is Zero Down is in the Bay Area, San Francisco. They just raised uh, not a lot because it's early on, like $10 million. Uh, however, what their goal, Zero Down, is, is going to do is go out and purchase homes for customers and then help them work towards home ownership with monthly payments determined by their income. So forget about the purchase prices, whatever the purchase price is, right? But they're going to go out and buy it and then work with the individual new homeowner, if you will, based on what their income is. So that way they're not, you know, some people call it house poor, if you will. So I yeah, look it's at kind of like a credit card or something, right? Like where they're, they're help. it's kind of like a credit counseling industry, a credit counseling play, right? Where they're like, hey, you can't afford this house now, but we're going to work with you. Yeah. So that well, your ultimate goal is to buy the house and we're going to buy it though today and for you. But surely they're making money on the deal. I mean, I'm curious what yeah, their margins are on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I mean, these which are smart okay. people. These are the guys who had founded uh, Zenefits, which is a huge company. It's like the co-founder and former uh, CTO from there, as well as this former uh, chief operating officer and, and a few other uh, like engineers and whatnot from Zenefits are in on this company called Zero Down. I, I can't remember right now off the top of my head who's in on Divi, but essentially these are companies out there that are like they're meeting the consumer demand, which in the consumer behavior is saying, we want this easier, faster, better. We want this faster. And the way yeah. they're doing it, and I assume these, these other companies, I think they are, are doing it on the blockchain. That, that's, that's the big play here is blockchain. 
it allows everybody, and we're not talking about, I mean, certainly a lot of people associate blockchain with Bitcoin and that sort of thing. And that's, that's relevant, but the, the, these things are not big. They're not giving you a mortgage in Bitcoin. I don't want you to get confused here. I mean, basically what this, basically what Providence is doing or does is allows everything to happen so fast and allows it to be 100% digital. So they're giving you the first or one of the first digital mortgages, one of the first digital titles, right? Where you never have to meet with a human being for settlement, title, mortgage, nothing, right? Zip, zip, zip. And it's safe. It's on the blockchain. I mean, they say on their website, it says Providence will dramatically reduce costs, improve liquidity, and reduce risk and open new financial markets. The, you know, reducing risk is what they're talking about is all this fraud that's going on at title companies, right? With the wires, yeah, right? Where we've known some people personally who've had to shut down their title companies because some people from foreign country had, 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 had sent out these emails that say, hey, you know, the wiring information has changed. Send the wire here. And, and I, I know, you know, we know a guy personally, won't bring up names, lost a million dollars in a day buy one of these companies and he had, he had a little, you know, couple hundred deal a year title company had to shut it down. Jeez. And, that, and that's what they're talking about. And so the blockchain should be able to protect you from this. And it says basically what they're doing is here is, is stakeholders. This is from the website, stakeholders, originators, lenders, and traders will be allowed to use our blockchain technology to, you know, to, to basically do mortgages. So, so what's happening is, you know, all uh, mortgage brokers, uh, other people are going to be able to use this technology. Other companies are going to be able to use this technology as well that, that these guys have set up. So it's interesting anyways. The bottom line is it all goes back to the advertising. Five-minute approval, five-day funding. Yeah. I mean, that, that doesn't just hop, jump out to – I mean, that doesn't just jump – uh, off the page to a home buyer, homeowner, whoever's looking to get a loan, whether it's a HELOC or, or a new purchase, something like that. It's trying to make, they're trying to make life easier uh, for the consumer. And, and, and according to them, without, without raping the consumer, without, you know, without a couple, I, and, and I don't know what their costs are, right? But according to them, you know, your mortgage guy or your bank that you use, if you go to get a HELOC from your bank, they're going to jack you on a couple points. They're going to jack you, you know, with all kinds of fees. The title company that settles it's going to jack you with a bunch of fees. And uh, they're saying, hey, no, we're going to be this painless, fast, feeless. And I, I'm using that word. I don't know if it's accurate what their fees are. But according to this, it's, it's massively reducing costs. It says right here, it says, we dramatically reduce costs. Yeah, I think that's the key, right? So that's how they make it, you know, that's how they can make it not just a better consumer experience, but also more, you know, more affordable or, or less expensive, if you will, is by being able to reduce the things or essentially what it does is automate things that aren't currently automated. Yeah, and it's all blockchain stuff, right? It allows it, it's all recorded, it's done, boom. You don't need a human being you don't need all these human beings, you know, what's well, interesting. You know, I asked a couple of title company owners, you know, is a blockchain going to put you out of business? And they're like, no, no, no. People still like to shake hands, change keys, you know, give a list of, of what days the trash comes and all that stuff. But I don't know, man. 
uh, you, no different than the, if we asked that same question to a real estate agent or a broker or, you know, yeah, I think that uh, the reality is some of the, some of the folks who are around today will survive and some won't because there's going to be a certain amount of demand for this. What that demand is, though, remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. True, very true. All right, boss. Well, anything else in the news you want to talk about? I think that's it for this week, man. Uh, it was a definitely an interesting week. Glad we get to talk about some of this interesting brokerage stuff and some of the cool tech coming out in the financial world. And I'm excited for, uh, for what's to come. All right, boss. Well, sounds good. Well, I'll see you next week then. All right, real estate rock stars and uh, next level podcast listeners and agents. We will see you soon. Take it easy. Thanks for tuning into the State of the Market Podcast with your host, Pat Hyben and Kevin Kaufman. Thank you so much for listening to the State of the Market. If you have any news you would like us to cover, please go to Next Level Agents on Facebook or send an email to info at rebusuniversity.com. That's info at rebusuniversity, R-E-B-U-S, university.com, and we'll be sure to bring it up. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.